This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hi, guys, and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brione, and my lovely co-host slash everything woman, Miss Catherine G. Mendoza. <laughs> I'm forever saying your name like that now. You, you don't even say it that hype. I get mad hype when I say well, your name. Well, who introduces themselves like that? Imagine, hi, I'm Catherine G. Mendoza. That would yeah, be great gonna if do you that. just walked up to somebody. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that on a first date. Oh, please like, record hi. it so I can see it. Put it on Instagram <laughs> right. so that we can share it with the world how you freaked some dude out by going, I'm Catherine G. Mendoza. Hopefully he's freaked out because if he's not freaked out, oh, what like, if he's turned on? What if he's like, oh, yeah, hey, hey. yes, you are, <laughs> yes, you are indeed. <laughs> All right, real quick, I gotta intro our two guests because we have two dynamic ladies up in this hizzle today. Uh, I uh, I want to introduce you guys to first D Nasty and Sasha Mercy. I want to make sure I'm getting your name right, yes, Sasha. Yes, merci, merci, merci. It's French. It's French. It's very French. <laughs> D I met during the competition, but we'll talk about that in a second because I know Catherine and Sasha know each other for a hot minute. Yes. How do y'all like know each other? So? We became like very close friends because um, she was working on Me Too at the time and then I had a web series called Dating Has No Mercy. And so like we just... She Connected. hit me up. Yeah, yeah, she hit me up and she was like, yo, we need to work together. We need to work together. And <laughs> yes. I was like, what, like three years ago, I think? Yeah, it was before you moved to LA. LA, yeah. I was still working in that shitty ass hotel for seven you years, were. baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so we just We met up at cool. like a Think Coffee. Yeah. talked uh-huh. and then just never stopped talking i know that's how never friendships are. Talking. that's all it was <laughs> that's so true. yes yeah. and i remember she was like i don't know if i should go to la and then the next thing i knew she was like i'm in la yeah, that yeah. Was like, wow i'm very yeah. spontaneous yes. i'm so spontaneous but i've been following both of y'all for a minute yeah because yeah. i'm a fan of y'all on ig yeah like your friendship i'm all about homegirlness yes, yes. so both of y'all just there's like, a fans. nice homegirlness to y'all friendship that i love there's a closeness to it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I needed to see what they just did, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Even in silence. No. Even in silence, they, they were sending each other signals. Yeah. Which yeah. is amazing. Well, what happened was that our ancestors <laughs> were friends. <laughs> wow, that was so deep, the way yeah, you put our yeah. ancestors. Yeah, our ancestors were friends, and so it just kept on. Well, actually, my mom and her grandmother became best friends, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. And then my aunt, and her mom are best friends. Yeah. So, and then their kids grew up together, and then we grew up together. So we are cousins, really. Oh, yeah, we're so like awesome. yeah, we're like cousins. Yeah, we like pretend were f- cousins, but like we are cousins. Yeah. yeah, yeah nah, yeah, for yeah. Latinos, that's real cousins. That's real cousins. Yeah. And we look alike too, so it's, it's just so like weird. whatever. Yes. That's real cousinry yeah. right there. Yeah, no, bad. that's like sisterhood of the traveling pants. You know how like they all knew each other through <laughs> yeah. their mom. Yeah. Yes. I never seen the movie. Wait, what? You've never seen the intro to that movie. Yeah, their moms went to Lamaze class together and then they were all born oh, and that's how they no, became I friends. Lamaze is the I like pregnancy born. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yes. never really gave yeah. Guys, you just have to remake the Latino version of Sister. Pero la ma eh, la casa la tía mía, señora, de que la ma na. Yeah, I would love to see a Latina remake of that because like 
Facts. Whose moms that you know went to Lamaze class? I don't even know what that no, is. no, no. But we legit. all do share that pants. Was. Yeah. That's very true. However, <laughs> culturally, we share pants. We share everything. We do. Yeah. Be like, yo, your booty's a little bigger, so like when you give me my pants back, I'm gonna have to shrink them back yeah. down. Yeah, I'm not like, into that. I remember my sister stretching my shit out, and then uh, my hips got wide, and then I have more hips, and she has more ass. So like, it kind of like even <laughs> even so out. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, how long have you guys known each other in total? Like, how many years would uh, you say? Well, Forever. Yeah, her, like our, our whole, whole lives. lives. Our whole lives. But we just, since you was babies, babies. Well, yes. Yeah, but the but, thing is, we didn't get like cool oh, until yeah. I would say maybe. I mean, I knew her. We would see each other in, like in birthday parties. I say as early as ten. I would okay. say. Wow. Maybe before that, but I don't remember. We I, we don't remember before that. But then we started getting cool again around like fourteen, fifteen, where we were just um, our moms. Well, her aunt who raised her is. Like my, my mom's best friend, but they're like frenemy best friends. Mm-hmm. So you know how El Bochinche, like they try yeah. to one up each other. Not frenemies. Always. I'm not gonna say frenemies. They're, 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 they're friends. They're friends, but, but they you know, like, I yeah. Yeah. Bochinche. I'm like, oh. There's like a competition a little bit sometimes. So you know, they would pit us against each other, and they're like, "Oh, tú sabes, like, like what say you know, you say it so much better I than see, I do." Porque Sasha, you know, eh. She's doing the theater and stuff like that. Like, that's what her mom would tell her. And then my mom would be like, Oh, yeah. Ay, tú no puedes ser como Darlene, que ella tiene unos grados tan buenos. She's a straight A student, all this stuff. And I was like, Fuck this bitch. So, yeah, then, like, whenever I was <laughs> behaving <laughs> bad, whenever I was behaving bad, they were like, Why, you know, Sasha, they would compare us to one yeah. another. Oh, yeah. man. So, I was, that could make you hurt some, hate yeah. somebody. But you know what's crazy? But you know what's so crazy, right? This is why we got even cooler, because when we started hanging out, they would make her seem like a goody two shoes. They would make me seem like a goody two shoes. And we used to pop. And we, because I was barely ever home. Like I was always at a friend's house and stuff like that. And she was always out. But the, our parents would make it seem like, oh no, yo siempre tengo la casa. So it was one time we both were we, hanging we, out. We were both hanging out. We like, yo, we out. <laughs> like <laughs> we our parents it. were hanging out, and my aunt, my mom went to her her house, and then they were like, oh okay, like hanging out, doing their thing, drinking some wine and eating some cheese and shit because yeah. they think they fancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we were like, yo, we're gonna leave, and it was like eight o'clock, and they're like, no, señor. Right. They put their foot like, down that day. <laughs> that day. Wow. That day. And I'm like, no. um, I just came home at three o'clock in the morning today. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was like funny. But then I'm like, you know, we had that little bit of a rivalry and I think the thing that like settled it was I looked at her once and I was like yo you smoke weed? And I was like, you smoke weed? <laughs> yo, that's when we were like, that's when we bonded. Yeah. That's the, that's that's the bonding factor, yeah. yo. And the thing Guys, is... weed is so amazing. Let's just... <laughs> it is it's It amazing. brings people together that's is what good. I'm saying. But the thing is, right, that we had similar personalities already. Like, yeah. our personality was already similar. And it wasn't like we were, like, attached by the hip to have the same personality. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? So that it was, was just crazy that you guys had the yeah, same personality, did, even yeah. with that kind of separation between mm-hmm. you guys when yeah. you were younger. Wow. Yeah. We have got to discuss something you brought up right away. Yo, she wanted, she wanted. Selma Hayek's Instagram. <laughs> Yo, it was all up on Selma's Instagram. I'm going to show Catherine right now. I saw it. I just looked did at it. Did you just see yes. it? Okay, she's wilding. <laughs> she- Define, guys. You saw it before me. Okay. What look, do y'all think about it? Immediately, I was yes, I was like, yo, she's wild and she knows exactly. Like, first of all, the woman's stunning. Uh-huh. Let's just yes. all agree, she is stunning. She still what? looks good. She still mommy? looks mad good. Yes. I just, I'm like, whenever somebody posts a picture like that, but especially somebody like her, like, you know how big your chichis are. Like, let's be for real. <laughs> yeah. You know how big your chichis are. You know how they look in that picture. You know they look phenomenal. No, mm-hmm. sh- no hate, no shade. 
Like, I'm telling you right now, she looks amazing. But the second I saw it, I was like, you know how many dudes right now, yeah. are looking at this picture like, damn. damn. Yo, yeah. she, my thing damn, is, it's like, I, just, I actually really, really love it. And I really I do respect it. Because look at the caption. First of all, just a description for the, the people that are listening. Yeah. She's laying down uh, in the water at the beach, like right there where like the sand meets the water. I don't know how to explain that part of the ocean. But she's just laying there and her eyes are closed. Titties all out, son. <laughs> Titties like is out. On fleek. Out. On yes. fleek. And like sitting pretty. Yeah, and she's like in yeah. the water. The wa- You can see the waves caressing her. Her eyes are closed. Her mouth is slightly ajar. But- and then the <laughs> caption is, sometimes you just need to surrender and let the waters move and embrace you. And you then she translated it in yeah, Spanish. Yeah. You know well. what that is though, right? That's the thirst trap. That's the thirst trap. That's, 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 like, just because the caption is she, beautiful does not, like, no, even the caption's a, a thirst day. trap. Listen, yes. She's having a tough day. There's something that she's <laughs> going on her life personally that is not going well. She was like, you know what? I'm gonna put this thirst trap out right I now. I think she's high, son. I think she's just high. Like, who, first of all, who can se tira sin la agua, señor? Bro, Unless she, you the, high. the water is literally like, Yo, she's drowning is, almost like, in that shit. She's like, <laughs> like, like who is joke. the photographer that killed <laughs> these pictures right now? <laughs> her son. He was like, nah, but the close up to her face was she's like looking like she's drowning. Yeah. Can someone save her? Someone's like, okay, with the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parale, parale. But you see. Salma has always been, been in the water. This you're way. right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it, because one of my favorite movies was um from, from Dust to Dawn. Yeah. Yo, yeah. that scene yeah. when she beast. came out. She yeah. amazing. I'm sorry. Amazing. When it comes down amazing. to Latina actresses, her body. nobody could hold anything to her. Yeah, her, she's just a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful yeah. woman, and she's a phenomenal actress. Like yeah. when you see her in Frida, when you see her in these other projects she's yeah. done, yeah. where it's not about her body or her sexuality. She's a great actress. Yeah, she 100%. And she's a beautiful person. Person, mm-hmm. just like you see, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Saying somebody's like a beautiful person when they're a celebrity and you've never actually met them, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you, you don't seem like a no, beautiful but person. She seems, it appears to be that way. I yeah. remember I saw a video of her and she went to Africa. You know, everybody goes to Africa when they get real yeah. famous, they want to give back to Mama Africa. I guess I don't know, Mama Africa, yeah. <laughs> Mama Africa. <laughs> the but she went there and you know, she saw a lot of starving children. And this was around the time that she had just given birth to her child, so she yeah, was still she lactating was and she breastfeeding. Fed somebody's kid. Oh, yeah. when? that's how you know she's good yeah. inside and out. But, titties, but think about it. Titties is not just a thirst trap. They no. feed in the world. Yeah. Think yeah. about that's it. That's the feed the world. Some <laughs> yeah. babies got some high DNA though. Yeah. Now, Damn. Damn. Mouth. Be careful, crazy. Selma, because them babies gonna come at you for money later on. <laughs> yep. Like, yo, remember you breastfed me, you so my you mom. like you like my mom. But you see, here's the thing. She's what, like fifty? She's like fifty something, right? Yeah, he, who who also be posting the thirst traps? J Lo. Yeah. Right, 50, but J Lo's known for them, so we don't have the same reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't see them and go, "Wow!" Because we see them pretty like every few Off, months. And I guess I yeah, think yeah. Sama was just like, "Let me remind y'all <laughs> that I'm bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just yes. reminding yes. you." Yeah. Who's that bitch? Yes. <laughs> and it's me. Yes. <laughs> That's, it could be her coming back. It like, don't be. forget where y'all like, got your shine from originally. I think she's just looking for some dick, to be honest. That's what her I'm man thinking is too. real old. That's what I'm thinking too. Her man is real old. He's a billionaire and everything, but he probably ain't putting down the pipe like so that. So they got so into a fight, and she was That's like, what I'm hey, like, man, I, I think she's just thinking. I'm she's like, fight. let me I'm remind thinking. this man what he got. Nah, right she now. looking for whoever took the pictures. Oh, pool boy. 52 years old. Watch out for the pool boy, Mr. 
Mr. Selma Hayek. I don't know your <laughs> Mr. name. Mr. Selma Hayek. Isn't he like a billionaire? I don't care if he's a multi-billionaire, trillionaire. Mr. Selma Hayek. Mr. Selma Hayek. Mr. Selma Hayek is how you pronounce his name. How you say his name? Mr. Selma Hayek. Mr. Hayek. That's what you call him. I hope that that's the case. Whoever I'm dating in the future, they'd be like, oh, Mr. Sasha Mercy. Yo, this motherfucker is 57. He looked like he's 87. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's 57? He's 57. Jeez. Well, he's European? Claro. Francois Pinot. Yeah. Sasha Mercy. Pinot. All of us trying to say his name, it sounds way more disrespectful than Mr. Selma All of us disrespecting his actual name. Sorry, sir. Sorry for your French name. I don't know how to say your French name, but you are Mr. Selma Hayek. Catherine, what's good? What's good today? What's on your mind? I have something to bring to the table. All right. What you bring to the table? All right. And this is going to hit with both of you because it's industry related. I think it's going to hit with all of us. With everybody. And as women. I fucking love it. So since... This is hard for me to say because I have to be very careful with my words. Um, Since the podcast dropped... I've had a few men mm-hmm. come up to me, uh-huh. whether it's through DMs or whether it's in person, and say things like, um, so I listened. Oh. And then they would give me their advice on what we could do. So it's what oh. I'm calling unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. male advice, and the corny men who give it. Right. Mm. Because I feel like men have this way where they feel like they can better whatever it is you are working on, where women are not like that. Like, we won't just be like, oh my God, I love what you're doing, but you know what I was thinking? Yeah. Here's my opinion. I need to shove that down your throat. I've had four different men yeah. in the last month Question. do this. Do any of these motherfuckers work in media? No. DK. Oh, DK. No, but okay, DK, you work in media, so you tell me yes. if it's real. But that's not, that, that's, not, that's not only it. It's like yeah. whether you do or don't, Nobody, Nobody asked, you. asked you your opinion. So how do y'all Nobody. feel about that? Like, have you had men just like randomly give you their advice on what yeah. you're doing 100%. as if you need it? Yeah. And you Bro. say, you're not a woman. I'm doing my own thing. I mean, like the only way that I would take an advice from someone who's giving me advice, if it's someone that I actually uh, respect yes. and, and want their advice. But if right. it's just a random dude that I probably met once at some like party or whatever, Mira, coño, like take that, take that fucking thing and like shove yeah. it up your uh-huh. ass. Yeah, but I get the neck without them being because even the people that you like look up to and shit like that, they will try to give you some advice that's not gonna work for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. So it's what fits you and, and works for you. And yeah, like I broke up with someone because it was a whole lot of like. You know, I'll have all these ideas, and I'm like, oh my god, this is what I should do. Da, 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 da. And then he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But my ide- my ideas are better. You yeah. know, it men was have like, a, men have a yeah. way of doing that. They're like, they because yeah, if, if these dudes are hitting you up, they probably all want to fuck you. Oh yeah. So yeah. they like most likely like 99.9 percent they all want to fuck you. So they want to hear no you shade towards dudes. No the guys that don't know how to approach women have to find ways in. Right. Yeah, and that's what they do is they find. It's a ways way in, in, but it's a way in because maybe whatever you did turned them off, and you were not the perfect ideal or person that yeah. they had in their yeah. head. So yeah. it's like trying to to perfect. In you. this yeah. case, it's more like because I my idea was when we were talking about the podcast. I just kind of felt like we, I kept getting um, format 
<coughs> like responses. Mm-hmm. You guys don't really seem to have a format. Okay. And then I exactly. My thing was Joe Rogan got a, p- a format. You, I just realized, right. yeah, at all. Right. I realized men just think that the way women talk in a rant is just us complaining, so they don't think there might be a format in that. So I'm just. I'm like, is it that we don't have a format or you don't like the way that we format things? But nobody asked you from the get. So this, my whole rant right Uh now is about Mm -hmm. unsolicited male advice and how much we don't need it. Ain't nobody want it. Nobody. I have a homegirl who (coughs) told me, she's in a band. She's in a, uh, she calls it a feminist rock band. Okay. And she told me that she once had a guy after a show come up to her and tell her, I've been a fan for a really long time. But you know, I don't really like the new sound you guys are going in. Ew. I, I, you know, I'm just, I really love the saltiness of your brand before. The saltiness. The salt. Though that was the word he used. The salty. You guys I'm salty. Are salty. Salty. I the shit out of him. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, what did you say? She told me I couldn't really respond back because she was in shock. Yeah. I just find the audacity in men mm-hmm. like crazy because it's like I don't. I just want to pop off when they do it. But yeah. like you said, if it's industry, I can't. Mm. Yeah. There's this level of like, thank you. I literally said thank you. Yeah, you well, said thank you. Well, take into consideration. I don't yeah. need to say taking and into consideration because you don't work for them. So you'd be like, that's, that's true. for your opinion. Yeah. yeah. Thank you it for your opinion. It is difficult to, to <laughs> navigate around the opinions of a lot of men in this yes. industry only because they do have this ultimate rightness to them. Right. And it's a lot of men in my life that I've been around too that have this ultimate rightness that just immediately gets under my skin. Right. Anybody that talks about something like they know about it when they really don't, right. that's going to get under my skin immediately and I don't respect you or your opinion on something if I know for a fact you've never done what you're giving an opinion on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even if I don't know. Even if I don't know <laughs> what you've done. Snap to that, baby. <laughs> like, I may not know what you've done or not. It doesn't matter. Like, my thing is, what what gave you the balls to feel like you could come to me? The ones yeah. that they got. And so, <laughs> they, they right? really think they have that shit. Like, you know what? I got some hanging balls. That gives me the right to give advice. No, no. <laughs> Inside of these things See, is knowledge. And I must impart it to the world. Yeah, they think it's not about real shit. I do think it's like some caveman, like, yeah. thought process where they're like, I need to save her. Like, yeah. I, yes. like I need to yeah. save her. You that, know what I mean? That's the equivalent that, that's of my caveman you over. Yeah. voice, yes. unfortunately. Well, no, yeah, it is. <laughs> have you ever had that, Gina? Like, somebody say this to you? Oh, child, like, always. And I've heard everything from this is what you to talk about in your stand-up mm. to oh you know i like the fact that you're a female comic but you don't talk about this dude i don't want to i don't want to hear what you like or don't like about what i talk about because what i talk about is my prerogative it's your story it's my story i do not need your help unless right. and even if i solicit your help yeah. be very careful with the advice you give to people mm-hmm. because if i ask you about one thing don't give me advice on seven i asked you about one thing yeah mm-hmm. that's it but now that you asked. Yeah. But other <laughs> things, here are other things in your life you should fix. Exactly. Oh you know God, what? Thank I'm you, Dr. curious Phil. about oh how they say, like, same situation. Let's just say you solicited the advice. Yeah. I wonder if the phrasing is different if it was a man they were talking to. Of course. You of know course. what I mean? Yeah. I would love to know what that is like because it's like, I feel like they there's a directness with women that they just, like you said, the savior. Yeah. They feel like they, they're they're 
putting you on almost. Yeah. Yeah. And just as a side note, any dude who's listening to this right now and rolling his eyes and going like, oh, there they go, complaining about men, giving advice. This is exactly the problem we're talking about. Yeah. Listen <laughs> Roll your, your eyes. Listen with your ears, not your ego. For five <laughs> seconds, yeah, turn yeah, your yeah. ego off right. and listen to what we're saying. Guys. When your advice is unsolicited, it is unwanted and it is unappreciated. Damn. We don't want your unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Wait till you are asked, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so <laughs> unbelievable to me because I've never been like, yo, Kat, I know you didn't ask me about this, but I'm going to give you my advice anyway because uh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. better than you. Yes. Nah, that's so ridiculously selfish yes. and self-centered. Right. Yeah. Like The only thing girls do that in is you never let your friend walk out looking like a mess. Looking like yes. crazy. Yeah. Ever. Like, if that's your homegirl, yeah. I yeah. will give you the, uh, I'll be like, girl, yeah. don't you wear that. Right yeah. you, why are you I mean, I would say one thing stupid. to play devil's advocate because I'm a Libra and that's what I do. So <laughs> <laughs> She was like, I need to bring balance to the table. Yeah. No, by the My way, yeah. I, I appreciate, I appreciate advice. So like, if there's one thing that I'm doing, let's say if it is on a podcast, let's just use this example because we started. And let's say that I'm saying too many <laughs> while the other person is talking. I may be like in a, in a real conversation, right, in the street. And if you say, mm-hmm, that's okay. That's like me reacting to what you're saying. I'm following. But podcast is all audio, right? So, so if we're listening to that, that can be annoying. So yeah. if it's something small like so. that. Like, like I heard you chewing your gum, or I heard you saying too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. That's different. That's constructive. Yeah. But if you didn't like the topic that I was talking about, right. then I got a problem with that because then that's not if the topic wasn't for you in that moment. But then you yeah. could either fast forward it, or you could just like you said, listen with your ears, not your ego, and try to open yourself up to it. But I, I would play devil's advocate because I do like criticism. Yeah. I speak very quickly. If it wasn't for a million people telling me to slow down, I would have continued. Yeah. Yeah. So there are moments that advice is welcome, but not if it's like just because you don't like what I'm talking about. Right. Right. Well, that's I think what I don't constructive like. is, yeah. is the most important part of yeah. it. Yeah. So that it is, can't just be like your stupid little opinion. Yeah. That right. is basically what we are trying to say, guys. If it's a constructive criticism, then yeah. But if it's not, and I ain't ask you, then we got a problem. That's it. But yeah. it's also come to me correct. Yeah. Come correct. Come to me correct. Because if we are talking, no, no. Come to me correct. Because at the end of the day, you don't know. Like we said, you don't know what the person has done, what they know how to do. Yeah. Like you, ju- why do you assume that you know better than them? So, for instance, exactly. with you, with you in comedy. Not everybody knows that you've been in comedy this long. Mm-hmm. So imagine somebody coming up to you trying to tell you about Me comedy Child, because they've I've never had looked. it happen. And I've that's, had it happen. that's where my issue is. And that's I just sit there and I just go, not. okay, normally I just let it roll off my back because I go, your opinion really doesn't matter. You don't know how long I've yeah. been doing this. You have yep. no idea who I am and yep. I can't fault you for that. Yeah. You're at a disadvantage. You don't have information. So you're giving me, um, it was one of the first meetings I took recently with an agent he talked to me like I was a year one comic. Wow. Mm. And I was like, you didn't do your homework. So that shows, mm, first of I all, like that, that shows that I'll never work with you because you didn't do your homework. You yep. should have done your homework. We sent you a whole document with information on me that you didn't bother to read. And that's how I know you didn't bother to read it. Because mm. had you read my body of work, you would have known better than to talk to me that way. Exactly. But I wasn't going to get mad at him in the meeting because... You don't know. You were ignorant on purpose. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. where the whole little like yeah. belittling comes in. That's when people talk yes. to you like, "Hey, sweetheart," yeah. or "Fucking honey." Like, I yeah. hate those little words. Yeah. Like, they treat you like you're a child. FYI, if you ever hit me up in my DM and you call me beautiful, 
I'm not no. responding it's to you. It's so stupid. I can't stand, I hate, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous, hey, don't hit me up. I know that my, shit already, damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, you're welcome. I graced your line, your your timeline with my presence. Yeah. But going back to this, like, I remember when I first started um, trying to get into the entertainment world, I wanted to be a singer. And so, like, I would go to the studio, and the person that I thought was helping me was actually hindering me. Hmm, because I was, like, you know, listening to the advice. And I would come in with all these different types of sounds, and, and they'll be like, nah, you know, you gotta, you know, Rihanna came out with this, so you gotta make a song like this, and this, and the third. And it was just like, I thought that I was progress, that I was taking a, a step forward to be, uh, to progress, and I was actually taking a step back. And all these different types of sounds that I wanted to use, you then you hear artists like Banks, like FKA Twix, and all this shit. And I'm like, this, and they're making so much money. And I was like, bro, like, this is the, the type of shit that I was trying to bring to the table. But I feel because I'm a female or a woman, they were like, they were like, nah, like, they put you in a that, box. They put me in a box. Yeah. And then as soon as I left them, I started growing. Yeah. 100%. And they would like hit me up and be like, oh, like, what's up? Like, my man. No. Adios, amigo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Adios. I don't remember what it was before this happened. People always like to do that. They think that, and, and here's the thing. There's such a thin line between, and this is something I've recently said on a different podcast, between support and control. Mm -hmm. There's a thin line between am I being supportive or am I, am I being controlling? Am I trying to guide this person or am I literally hindering their growth because I'm afraid mm -hmm. if this person grows, they're going to bounce on me. 100%. Mm. Yeah. And right. you know that some people do that. That's like some sabotaging shit that some people do it obviously with the intention of doing it. And some people don't even realize yep, doing right. it. it's like some underlying shit. Yeah. Like sometimes they really be the ones that you really fuck with the most. You know what? I, can I curse? Because I've been cursing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. We you, gave up that fight a long time ago. Right. Like people, with mama? Yeah. <laughs> with, but she was no. going to give me a take it easy button. Yeah. But then this would be yeah. the take it easy it would, podcast. It would be like take it easy, take it easy, take it <laughs> actually in our last episode i heard myself myself about to say shit and i stopped myself mid sentence and i literally go crap <laughs> but i'm like girl just say it yeah because look uh, i mean we curse in real life i i try not to but i can't help. i have a mouth of a trucker off stage on stage i can handle not cursing really Billy, i'm trying that's my so crazy. best but I think that's just so because I started so young and mm -hmm. I had family members that would come. So I didn't curse a lot to begin with on stage. So the transition was easier when I decided that I was just going to take it out altogether. But in real life, son, if I stub my toe, I'm not like, perfect Nugent. No, I'm <laughs> cussing. <Barfing> I'm <laughs> cussing. <Yeah. laughs> I have a potty mouth that I try to control. And it gets it gets tough at times. Like every now and then something will slip out. And I'll be like, Hoo! <laughs> <laughs> like I cursed earlier on the phone with my parents and I was like because <laughs> I still have that thing with my folks like they don't care but like I started yeah. to think of my folks I'm like oh I'm sorry no they're your parents yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I still respect you guys <laughs> no, you see girl that's the thing like it bothered me growing up when my mom would tell me not to curse because oh she curses a lot yeah like but it's all in Spanish yeah. So like for me, I I knew I noticed that I can get away with cursing as long as I do it in Spanish. Yeah. Oh. Around her. My yeah. Oh, really? Because I'm speaking in her cursing language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My aunt sends me like these little text messages because she follows me on Instagram and she's like, you know, 
the stuff that you're posting and all this cursing, you think that maybe you could take it down to a bare minimum? And what? I was like, I am going to block you. Unsolicited <laughs> 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 the uh, advice. I, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like, I am going to block you. She's like, well, I'm going to make another page. I was like, well, you got a lot of time in your hands. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you got a lot of time. Well, you hear that a lot. Like, people complain about, like, women cursing or women talking too dirty and i go look I i'm all for it look do what you do on stage i will never hinder somebody's performance i will never hinder somebody's creative do what you do on stage i will say this from an industry standpoint if you ever want to be on tv good luck with all the cursing mm -hmm. because it's going to be very difficult for you to get on any kind of television show mm -hmm. even the ones that do allow cursing still have like they have a cap yeah you on can only what do like allow. the most eight like when yeah. i was on tv they were like you in one hour they were like you can't do more than eight or yeah. in two hours it was like, you can't do more than eight yeah especially network tv yeah, yeah. if you want to be on a abc <laughs> but that also shows that if you curse a lot then it also shows that you don't have uh you don't know too much vocabulary yeah. like your vocabulary is very yes they say that it, but it i read reflects, a lot and i curse a lot it nah, reflects you know badly i think on a societal level yeah. more than on a personal level it's about what people perceive people perceive you as not knowing a lot of vocabulary That's because true. you curse a lot mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't know a lot of vocabulary like for me personally like i've i've like screamed on my husband for using big words just to sound smart Oh. <laughs> I go stop doing that man because you sound ridiculous yes. <laughs> when somebody says something like I forget what what word he said but it was clearly a word that it was one of those words where I had a friend that used to always use um even when you say things like polysyllabic which means a word that has that like multiple saliva. syllables polysyllabic or multisyllabic same word when you throw those words out there unnecessarily you sound stupider <laughs> nah B, you I strive to be that person I want to be <laughs> that person. I want to be that person but I'm not going nah. to like I you know am. what word used to annoy me this guy in college used to use the word and I get it it's yeah. a word clavicles you're clavicle yeah. yeah you're clavicle did you grow up saying clavicles yeah no I, I mean if so, you break I knew your what clavicle I, but I knew exactly you because you're talking your about it on a medical yeah. in a yeah, medical yeah, way yeah. but nobody was like oh let me wear this shirt and show off my clavicles what you call that neck bone like, like what is what is no that? my collarbone oh yeah, collarbone yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be like oh yo your collarbones look at mad sexy What's nobody's that? like your clavicles I haven't eaten yeah. three days can you see my full clavicles my clavicles I just can't yes. stand what you sound much more intelligent naturally if you're just talking how you talk so, than when you try yes. to sound smart. I can't stand <laughs> when somebody tries to sound smart or tries to sound edgy because yeah. both of those come off as they come off, come, come off, come off. Pop I was off. really so Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> come yeah. off. They come off. They come off corny to me. Like yeah, you sound yeah. like a cornball when you're trying to use words just for the sake of showing how that great you know. your vocabulary is. Yeah. Like, look how great my vocabulary is. I can use words like hubris. Hubris. Nah, I I, I, I I use words like that sometimes though. But I read a lot though. So I like I never say it because I'm like, this would sound better than this word. I would yeah. say it because I'm like reading a book and I, it just was one of those words. And like, it's I a word that fits, but there's but a different one. Oh yeah. yeah. We were like joking because um she was like, Yeah, because the door was slightly. I ajar. just said that right now. <laughs> she was like the door was slightly ajar. We're like, ajar? You mean a little bit open? I was like, okay, it was a little bit open. <laughs> no, but it was See, but that's like what you're not pretentious about no, it. You're that's not. the thing. No, you don't come off pretentious no, you don't. about it. No, I know. I feel you. I get you yes. what you mean. There like, there's is some people a that like, to it. Yeah. There's some people that be like, yeah, they usually know. take a pause after the word. Yeah, because they want to see, see like, eh? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clavicle? 
Did you see yes. what I did? I hate that. Yeah, That's I remember there was so this guy I was dating, and he called himself an anomaly. And I was just like, <laughs> um... Do you know what that means? Because you just like every other nigga. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you're not really an anomaly. You're not. You, you a an regular dude. <laughs> like, you, you are Wait, mad no. basic. <laughs> you are. I'm an anomaly. Like, What's an anomaly is the fact that you think you're an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that's the real anomaly here. Because, wow, my guy. Wow. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> Slow your roll, son. Yo, you are not simple. that amazing. <laughs> Damn, I'm really roasting him. Simple ass. <laughs> I was doing like a whole bunch of ad libs. Like, yeah, simple ass. Like, oh, Damn. Yo, but that cursing thing is that. real. I remember the day before we did the, the Latino stand up yes, competition. We, they we sent. You do have to talk about the competition, yeah. but go ahead. You sent me the email, and it was just like, oh, just please review your, your set if there's a, a lot of extensive language. Like, curse language whatever a lot of curse words a lot of sexual content uh anything about uh prejudices i'm like my man that's my whole set like what's going on <laughs> so like, i will like, be so doing no sure. time <laughs> <laughs> so come on i'm d nasty no. it was great meeting you guys i was come like on. i can't i, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say <laughs> and that was funny because they were i feel like all of that went out the window the night of it like did. they were so strict and then the <laughs> night of i was like okay they so we just doing whatever yeah yeah it was I also heard free about the liquor dude. so yeah. yo yeah. and then the, the dude comes on and talks about nothing but taking the shit i know. like that was just like as a viewer i was just like um is this like you guys cool with this, this yeah a, so we can all change our set right now <laughs> yeah. right now halfway through this we can i know my set? my best friend hit me up while i was back there she's like girl because that's all i was like i'm worried i, I really don't want to curse as much as i do but i know it's gonna slip she out like, and she hit me up she's like yo the dude that's on stage is doing 10 minutes of shit like literally <laughs> yeah. talking, talking about yeah, shit yeah and i was like cool <laughs> like, i'm good then yeah. I'm, good. I'm good it then. was still funny but it was like okay well, the, exactly. The tone of the show, it was like from the from jump, it was like, oh, okay, so we really and I would rather a show where the comics can do whatever they want. 100%. I don't I don't like when comics are limited in right. what they yeah. can do because yeah. one, you don't see their full potential, and two, it makes the comic nervous because they got to switch it up. It's not fair to them as yeah. a performer. Yeah, and you right. choose certain words because they have like that that inflection of the word is like yeah. okay, it's funny. Yeah. Some certain words Some are funnier words are than funny. other. Yeah. yeah, that's that's our whole business is trying to gauge what's funnier than this word like what's what's a funny phrase how can mm. i get this out there yeah. um it was wonderful to see you in the competition oh thank yeah, you so much great. you gotta see what competition it was because we have a competition more on vocabulary competition because Catherine's way of saying competition i hate big words though talk about that competition <laughs> I don't want no unsolicited advice on how to say competition. It's competition. <laughs> That's the new word now I in the it. competition we I are speaking it, of. <laughs> it is the Latinos stand up. Uh, uh, I can't even say it the same now. Competition. <laughs> that we did. Uh, it was HBO in conjunction with the New York Latino Film Festival. I hosted the show, which was uh, the only part I took in it on purpose because I'm, first of all, I love comedians. I love comedy in general. And I was like, I don't want any part of the judging. I don't want any part of the deciding because it would have been too hard. And mm -hmm. I would have been like, this job is so hard, everybody gets a special. <laughs> like, I'm gonna give everybody a special because this job is way too hard to just pick one or two people that deserve it. I mean, I'm very happy for the winners, Mark Vieira and Alex Caravaggio. 
but I was, it was, it's one of those things where I was like, I can't be involved in this because I have too much of a big, a bleeding heart for comics. Yeah. Aww. But it was wonderful to see everybody, like, to watch everybody perform. Yeah. And I was so glad that they had a female in the lineup. And hey. I was so glad that she was doing your thing. I was doing my thing. She totally was. was. Yeah, I was really excited to be there. I've, I'm not a very competitive person, so being in a competition was really like, taking me out a little bit. I'm like, oh man, I don't know about a competition, this and that. But once I was there, it was really cool. It was definitely odd to see that I was the only woman yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was at least one more, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know there's a lot of funny women out there, but to be on the stage with five other men, you know, who have been doing this for years, they're veterans, they're seasoned vets, they're funny as hell, yeah. like really good yeah. to be there and to compete against them. And especially I haven't been doing it as long as them. But you held your own. You but did. it was dope. It was really dope. So I didn't win. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But, but, but <laughs> watching but, it. But wa watching was incredible. Yeah, watching yeah. it, it didn't even feel like a competition. No. It just felt like comics were just being themselves. Yeah. And so it felt more like a show than a competition well i yeah. think people this what's funny is it really felt like a show to the point where when they were actually tallying things up and they were like we're gonna announce the winners people, people were forgot leaving. people were people leaving forgot that people there was just a whole competition this is a competition that's literally how people reacted too because we couldn't even get them to shut up when we got back on stage we're like yo Shut up! Yeah, no. Yo, it was crazy. Free liquor. They gave everybody free, free liquor. liquor. And then they were surprised when everybody started wilding. Yes. Don't be surprised. You gave us free liquor and comedy. Yes. Mm -hmm. What did you expect? Yes. And food. There was and food. There was no limit. There was I'm no limit to the liquor. Food. Yeah. There was thank no goodness. limit to the liquor. No, there wasn't. There was they just like kept pouring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could get two, three, four, five drinks, whatever you want. Lit. You could get mean. lit. Yeah. And then they wonder why we don't shut up. Look, listen, Latinos, all of us, we're all comedians. The moment we got a, a one little drink in us, we good. Like, we're talking to the comedians. Yeah, like, well, we don't, yes. Yo, when me and Dee oh. did our show, <laughs> yo, we had two sold out shows or something. Oh yeah. Yo, we did it a show bomb. on Thursday in Brooklyn. It was bien decente. Todo el mundo se portó bien, It was also 60 people. But it was six, more. Yeah, it, it was, was more. There was like 50 um, people that bought tickets and then like 60 people. Started. Nah, there was oh. more people coming in. I need to tell you the story. Oh, there was more <laughs> people like 70 high. bitches. Ah, that yeah, that's crazy. They were all cute. Yeah, everybody hey, was, yeah. And everybody it was great. Was I mean, but everyone there was Latino too, but I think it was just because it was like a little bit more of a mixed crowd and yeah. it was in Brooklyn. It was a different vibe. Yeah. Like people let us do our thing, you know. Friday. I was there Friday. People was were talking crazy. back. crazy. Yes. That yes. was a zoo. Yeah, it was like a hundred people plus, and ninety seven point nine percent of the people that was Dominican, and they all had a comeback for your joke. Yeah. And I was like, they all had an opinion. Uh, of yeah, you. yeah, bro. But yeah, was there was dope. this couple in the corner. No, that, that would yo I, I ended up putting them in a taxi to just get two <laughs> to blocks save their away. life. I heard they were going two blocks. Yeah, and the taxi driver looked at me like. Really? Yeah, and I was like, just get him out. Get him out while your brothers, Sasha's brothers watched me and they were like, you have a lot of patience. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, I do. Everybody yeah. was talking. I mean, it was a lot of fun. The vibe was good. We all had a great time, but it was it was a hard show for comedians because, you know, you yeah. have your set and the 
the you know if you're a really good comedian it feels like you're just talking to the audience yeah. so that's what people felt yeah and they were talking back it wasn't like heckling it in a in a negative way or in, in a malicious way it was just like they were having a good time and they saw that you was funny so they wanted to show that there was funny too so <laughs> it was all love but it was crazy yeah. yeah i mean and i asked the comedians like how did how did you feel and they were like honestly that was an amazing show like good. it felt great and the vibes were good. Yeah. yeah. And then I had my friend Matt Richards do the guest appearance. I love Matt I love Richards. Matt. I love him so much. That's so amazing. And he was just like, he was handling everybody so good because people were talking back. And he was like, shut up. I know how to do this. And I do it well. Like, <laughs> like, like, and I, I do, do it well. Like, he put people <laughs> in their place, definitely. Yeah, he That's was so good. good. He was no, so good. No, D definitely put people in their She's place, She's like, I can't repatan un I'm like, my name. I loved it, though. <laughs> I don't even remember. I was lit. Really? <laughs> well, you guys were a blast. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if you're a blast and you've been drinking, <laughs> we were just talking to somebody yeah. about that, that it's like, he he's a forgot that he said certain things because he was lit. Yeah. That was a that was a learning experience for me. I would never get that lit and go on stage. I was extremely drunk. Jesus. That, I didn't no, see no, me. No, I'm a big girl. She's like, I'm a professional. Yeah. I'm a big girl and I memorize my shit. But I was like, hmm. <laughs> like inside. <laughs> <laughs> inside she was having that moment of yeah. like, what are we doing? <laughs> Yo, it was like my soul and like the, my body was like not connected yeah. in the second. I was like, oof. At one moment, like I, um, I switched up my joke, like I, I fucked it up a little bit, and I was like, "Well, I'm drunk." <laughs> yeah, and they started laughing. I was like, "Oh, you yeah. was lit." I was lit. I was like, "Well, we were having boy, de sacata, señores." Was the show in Spanish or English? It was in English. Okay. Yeah, no, I have bits show. in Spanish, it but it was mostly in English. Yeah. There's the because there's a bunch of um, Spanish-speaking shows coming up, like around the city, and and even in LA, there's a there's a few that they told me about. I'm not brave enough. I'm not brave enough to do uh, comedy in Spanish yet. No, no, I'm know. not. I'll never do like a full Spanish. Because <sighs> well, my English, my she Spanish sounds is like also a Mexican. Fucked. Yeah, when I speak Spanish, I sound very Mexican. Like I'm <laughs> Puerto Rican, but I sound Mexican. Give me a little, little taste. I'm hablando. Ay, porque no? Es porque yo yo estaba con mexicanos. Los mexicanos. <laughs> Look at these faces. Sí, yo sé. was like, who is this? Porque fueron los mexicanos que me enseñaron español, por eso. Exacto, but she Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican, oh. but I sound mad Pero Mexican. mira, ella es puertorriqueña, pero habla español. Sí. Hey. Oh, Gracias a Dios. Yes, yeah, she's not. She's habla. not Puerto Rican that speaks Spanish and English. Yeah. No, that's yo. me. <laughs> no, joke. But it's very true. Like, when people hear me speak Spanish, they'll be like, my, my, uh, my sister's boyfriend is Mexican. And he was like... But shocked he was like no eres mexicana <laughs> i was like no no soy mexicana soy puertorriqueña but <laughs> yo oh you God. heard that yeah. 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 i'm telling you, I'm telling you. It's, very like, wait. it's very sing wait 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 but I so like how did you how did mexicans teach you spanish because I like growing to know up this. growing up okay the way my grandmother was my grandmother was the only one from the island my parents were like um uh first generation in the states but mm -hmm. my my grandmother was from straight from PR. yeah um and so like she didn't speak any english really so she was the only person and at the time i wasn't comfortable speaking in spanish when i was little i would listen to it and answer in english so mm -hmm. i would always respond to my puerto rican relatives in english well then i started getting work and all the guys i would work with they would be mexicans so they would talk to me in spanish and i could practice my spanish because they were a lot more forgiving than my puerto rican relatives who would rip me a new roast one. you yeah, they will roast me hard if i said something wrong whereas with like 
the people that I worked with, and I dated a, a Mexican dude for seven years. Okay, okay, okay. And so his mom only really spoke to me in Spanish. I went to church in Spanish. I sang in Spanish. So like all this stuff, like I learned from going to okay. Mexican churches, talking with my okay. Mexican friends, right. and so I picked up all that terminology. But no, it's not the terminology. It's, it's every, that accent. The accent is the terminology too, because I say things that like like what did I say? I said liga to my mom, yeah. and she goes. She goes, who told you what a liga Amonio. is? It's, it's oh. a thing to hold your hair up. It's the thing. And she goes, that's not what we call it. And I yeah. go, I'm, my Mexican friend. Una gomita loca. Yeah. yeah. That's how I was like, it's a liga. She goes, that's Bicho. not a liga. <laughs> Yo, I love that. Yo, though. she gets tight. But right. you know what, though, speaking, like, I know it, that people, I had this person talk to me once. I had to, like, to put him in their place. And it was this white guy. I was doing this thing for Vice, and it was the Lincoln Convention. Oh, yeah. And I had to dress up like Lincoln, and it was very so crazy. So funny. And but I had this one dude come up to me and he was like, oh, I studied in Spain for a very long time. And I find that Spanish and, and Mexicans speak the most refined Spanish. Like, I don't know where your Spanish oh, is gosh. from. Like, go suck a dick. <laughs> I, I hated that. Actually, the first time I went to PR, I it was back in the day when my Spanish was trizash. And mm-hmm. I would try to speak This Spanish. is when we met. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they would stop speaking Spanish and just speak to me in English. Oh. Like, they'd be like, nah, you good. Don't, don't try. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, now when I go to PR, they just always think I'm Mexican. That's cool, though. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> and I went to Madrid, and my husband was all excited. He was like, oh, you're going to speak Spanish in Madrid? I was like, you do yeah. realize they're going to rip me a new one every time I say anything in Spanish in Madrid. <laughs> and, like, you could just tell from their faces. They was like, mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every time I said something, like, mm. they're like, we kind of get it. We get it. <laughs> That's not the right word, but we get it. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Okay, uh, we're gonna move on to our dear Gina segment. Um, this is where people from um, fans from my Instagram, fans from my uh, Facebook fan page, will write in questions they want advice on, and then we give them our advice. So we have a good one this week. Um, it says, "Dear Gina, how do you deal with toxic family members? I have a toxic brother." Mm-hmm. Now. Toxic family members, I feel like, is something that anybody can relate to. We all have, like, the one, either the one sloppy tío or <laughs> the one messed up cousin or <laughs> or whatever. We all have that one person that's, like, a legit toxic person. For me, I have no problem cutting people off. If you're not my mom or my daddy or any of my siblings, good luck because I will cut you off. No problem. If you are toxic, I don't deal with toxicity. I don't want your negativity in my life. We ain't got to be enemies, but we sure as hell ain't got to be friends either. Nope. So mm-hmm. if I have to cut you off, I will. And I'll do it in a nice way. It's not. It's, I'm just going to ghost you. I'm going to ghost you as a relative. I'm just <laughs> going to stop communicating Facts. and not communicate back with you when you hit me up. And then you'll get the idea. It's like we don't really mess with each other like that. Right. There doesn't have to be hate. But I don't have to have toxicity in my life either. Yeah. I know it's a difficult situation, though, for a lot of people. I think it is very difficult. I think that um, if you're an A, like, there's a way of being like, yo, put boundaries up, right? Like, because, you know, if you have a toxic family member that you really care for and you love, there's boundaries. Like, there has to be boundaries. And if you pass those boundaries, then we cannot, we, we can't coexist. Like, I can't, you know, have you in my life. But um, I think that a lot of times when you have a toxic family member, it really becomes more toxic when you're enabling them and you're not being honest with them. Mm-hmm. And 100%. so, like, yeah. you know, and also you got to think about it, too. Like, what is what do it, if they have mental issues and they can't comprehend certain mm-hmm. things? And it's just like, you know, I think I try to be empathetic, you know, as much as I can um, until 
I get to the point where I'm just like, you know what? I really can't. I really can't. Like, I yeah. really can't. Like, I'll be like, the other day, my brother was flipping on me, right? And I was like, you need to read this book. Because <laughs> you really, what you flipping, like, you flipping out on me right now, and it's because you have a lot of internal shit mm-hmm. that you haven't really dealt with. And this, this is years of, of things that have happened to you that you're trying to take it out on me right now. Trauma. And it's, it's just trauma. Like, you haven't... So, I literally... It was something as simple... It was something so simple. Like, he wanted me to go somewhere. And I was just like, bro, I'm not gonna... I'm, I'm not gonna show up. Like, one, I don't need to be there. And I got other shit to do. Mm-hmm. And it was just became like this whole thing. Like, you don't care about me. And this and that and that. And I was like, you need to read this book. Yeah. And maybe you need to start caring about yourself more. And understand that I've... You felt like a lot of people feel abandoned. And it's like, you know, you felt abandoned before. I felt abandoned. But these are things that you we have to internally work on ourselves. We need right. therapy. Wait, yeah, what's we, the book? Um, Just no, you know, for, for the for the audience. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I tell him to read Positive Intelligence and to Ooh. read The Power of Now. I love the Power oh, of Now. And um, <laughs> the second one, I I always forget the title of the damn book. It's okay, you'll remember at some point. Yeah, I'll remember. <laughs> but The Power of Now is very important and positive intelligence because right. positive inte- intelligence has all these um things that they call fa- uh, saboteurs right mm. it's like the the overachiever the um the person that the avoider the person that um is like angry like it's just a whole bunch of like terms of like how people try to deal with trauma mm-hmm. and you know of course you become these types of people because of what you learned growing up but what happens is like once you become an adult you kind of like have to let go of these things that you felt protected you because it Mm -hmm. it it's like the guy said it like this the the art the Arthur he was like it's like you have and you broke your arm right and then you put a cast over it and then you never take it off Mm. It's a band-aid. It's like, yeah, yeah, you have to take it off. You have to take it off and you have to, like, breathe. And that's why you, as old as you get, you have to keep learning and you have to keep trying to see the world as, like, a kid or a child or whatever. We had a guest named Wally Collins, comedian. He has a book. What Do you know the name of his book? But I know that it's about um, reparenting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And learning at some point what are those traits, what are those defense mechanisms that you had to learn maybe, you know, to get through childhood. Mm -hmm. And then once you're no longer there going, wait a minute, how do I, you know, change this up, fix this? Right. So if you're the defensive one, Mm -hmm. learning what that is, where it comes from and working beyond it. Especially when you feel like you raised yourself. Yes. And you see that in so many people where they're like, I raised myself like and you give them advice or like, yo, you need to chill. You don't tell me what to do. And also, like, because I've been guilty of this, where, like, you know, my life wasn't always, an I- my life wasn't ideal. And so I was able to be like, oh, you know, I got through this stuff. And I became less empathetic to people. Mm, and when yeah. people would, like, cry about stuff, I'd be like, my man, I went through worse. Like, what the fuck are you crying for? Yeah. Mm. But also that is very toxic to me mm. because I feel like, I can get through all these like any adversaries is like not really, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not. If I don't become empathetic and be like, you know, this person is in this place, and yeah, yeah. yeah it might not be as serious as what you went through, but this is what they're dealing with right now. Have some sympathy. 
to and an extent, you're being toxic to them. Yeah. In yeah, that trait. Yeah, right? of course. Uh, to both. I yeah. totally get that, you too. You stunt your own growth. You yeah. stunt your own growth. I have like, to check myself constantly in, in my own lack of empathy for people. Like yeah. When yeah. people will tell me, like, I never sleep. I'm working constantly. I know that whole I'm tired shit kills me. Yeah. When people are like, yo, I'm tired. <laughs> I need X amount of hours sleep. I'm like, must be nice. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be glad the day I sleep four hours in a night. Like, wow. understand that you're talking to somebody that doesn't sleep. So when people say that to me, I had such a lack of empathy for people. And then I realized like. But not everybody's like you. Not yeah. everybody's like me. Right. People need different things. Some people can't. I've been doing this so long and living with so. I mean, I've had insomnia since I was a kid. So I've been dealing with no sleep for a long time. Right. A lot of people don't deal with that. And it does affect them. Whereas mm -hmm. I can function and be tired. Some people cannot function cannot. at all. I you cannot. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, it goes back to what she said when, when we talk about boundaries, which I look at as also respect. Mm -hmm. yes. Just respect where other people are. So with this question of like, how do you deal with toxic family members? First, understanding where they come from. Right. Right. So for me, it's mostly judging less and mm -hmm. reminding myself because they're my family member. You know what they've gone through. Yeah. Right. At least on a family level. Personal <laughs> stuff. Once you get older, we don't always share, share things with each other. But understanding like, okay, I see back in our childhood, maybe this happens. Or if it's a, if it's an, like an aunt or an uncle, trying to understand that. Yeah. I think the hardest part, and maybe this is a Latino thing, maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, it's definitely finding that line where I hate the statement. Oh, so because you went to college, tu crees que you're smarter than me, que tu sabes más. Uh -huh. And that is the ultimate way of like, now when you talk about boundaries. That's yeah. disrespectful that, though. It is. That's they coming at you. But that's the that's the line of I'm trying to set boundaries. And you know how you said set healthy boundaries? Sometimes it's very hard to set healthy boundaries with people who are really good at not liking boundaries. Like yeah. they know what it is. Yeah, yeah. So in that situation, yes, it goes back to distance yourself. But I've learned just don't get defensive. Yeah, I, I think that for me, my most like my unhealthy trait growing up was getting defensive, wanting to be understood and wanting to be like, no, but my side was right. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, I'm gonna let you finish. I heard you and I'm still going to speak about what the issue is. Mm -hmm. If we're never going to tackle it, then at some point this conversation yeah. has to end. I yeah, think when yeah. you talk about a toxic family member, you have to consider two things. How close are they to you? Like if they a brother, a sister, a mother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone that you don't you can't live without. If it's someone that you can live without, like a second cousin, like like Gina said, yeah, ghost I, them. Get yeah. rid of them. Who cares? Yeah. But it's like I have a very small family, um, and we all crazy. <laughs> so we all toxic. Nice. <laughs> but my thing is we all crazy. And we all the same. Yeah. We're pretty we're a lot alike. We're mostly all women and for whatever reason, most of us are in the same week. Our birthdays are the same week. It's yeah. crazy. But So they all Libras. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> They're all like, No me gusta esto. But, but to play devil's advocate. Yeah, my whole family. <laughs> Yo, for our birthdays, it was a happy birthday. Alessandra, Vanessa, Rebecca, Darlene. Wait. Y Selena. Happy birthday. Like, it was all of a sudden. Awesome. But my only thing is, is that if it's someone that you really care about, try to explain to them, whatever that toxicity may be. It could be, if it's toxic in the sense that they're self-destructive, maybe mm. 
it could be drugs, it could be alcoholism, try to help them, try to find help for them. If it's toxic because they're just a Debbie Downer, they like to complain, which yeah. in my case, I would say, um, I have a lot of people around me that can be that way. And that trickles into me. I can find myself being that way sometimes. Wow. So I catch myself. So when I do that, I try to say the same thing to my family members. And if it's not the right moment, there's people around and you don't want to put them on blast because... Yeah. Everybody's so Libra, so they're sensitive, <laughs> so you can't put them on blast. <laughs> you just got to change the topic. I'm very good yeah. at segueing from one conversation to yeah. the next. So if they're talking about they haven't paid their bills and they're tired and they worked the triple, whatever way it is, oh, you worked the triple? I had a triple fudge Sunday the other day. It was really good. Like, yeah. I'm really good at that. <laughs> like, def like, just deflecting the conversation can sometimes be all that you need. If, especially if it's like a Thanksgiving and you see this toxic family member once yeah. a year, you know what I mean? Yeah, if it's a once a year, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, just I can flex. tolerate yeah. this for just, once a year. The yeah. flex. It's the like, flex. be helpful, but don't be an enabler. Yes. That's it. Yes. Be helpful, not an enabler. Change the topic. You don't need to consume that negativity and that yeah. energy and that misery from other people. Not saying, I'm not talking about me, I'm just talking Fact. about anyone mm -hmm. in the world. You know, like you, whoever comes your way and if you feel that they're a dark cloud, you don't have to sit there and listen to it in the sake of being a good friend or a good yeah. family member. Yeah. You can deflect and you can protect your energy and just mm. be like, listen, yeah. would you like a drink? Like, you know, like change, yeah. whatever. Like, you don't have to listen to that. That's so true. Yeah, I mean, I, true. I also think it's understanding like, so she's, she, I'm assuming it's a she, but this person said a brother. Mm -hmm. I don't know what role they are. But I think that we sometimes, if you have siblings or whatever, you go back into whatever your role is. So if you're the little sister in an argument, yeah, for some reason yeah. we go into that role, mm -hmm. you know? Or if you're the older one, it's understanding how to approach them as an adult mm -hmm. and not going back into these like behaviors like you're arguing when you're six and nine. Exactly. Because I think that's what we naturally just do with right. family. We become that person that we used to be. And positive I, intelligence talks about that. Yeah, it that does. does, yeah. it, does. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. It's, it's a really good book. It helps well, you. It really. It's a really good book. It really because the guy he's just like you know I he's like I'm not a it, it, a lot of people do these self help books and it's very spiritual but he's like I'm gonna try to break it down to you in a in way a that it's not yeah. in a science. Well, it's not a religious way. thing. Yeah, it's, it's a not, science. It's thing. like yeah. it's a thing where it's just like yo you know the, these are the type of personalities that we. Deal, that we um, develop to try to cope with reality. Yeah. And sometimes you have to understand that these people that are toxic and have these disorders, these disorders are the things that help them cope with what's real. Mm -hmm. I just want to go back to college to take psychology. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I just, that's fascinating. important. It really, I took psych and, and English and that was, a, the, I was a psych minor and an English major. I wanted to double major, but they were like, nah, you got to stay in school longer. I was like, mm -hmm. uh, you nope. played yourself. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just read books online. I'm out. I will learn on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. I read a book. A YouTube tutorial. Um, we have to wrap up. So let's, uh, D, tell the people where they can find you, and then we'll go around. So uh, tell everybody where they can find you. All right, guys. It's D Nasty. You can find me on Instagram. It's D-E-E.Nasty. On Twitter, it's D So Nasty. And you can catch me around. I be hosting. I do my thing for Vice as, an, as a producer as well as a host. And I do shows. Like, watch out on my Instagram. I'll be posting the shows that are coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, 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 everybody. My name is <laughs> Sasha Mercy, and it's spelled M-E-R-C-I, now with a Y, so check yourself. Um, and you <laughs> can catch me on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm starting my YouTube soon. And check out my new song that's on iTunes. It's called Ooh. Bitch, I'm All Three. Ooh. And all you have to do is just type Sasha Mercy. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yes, 
Merci, like the French way. The merci, merci, with the I, now with the way. You can find me. Catherine. She loves when I do this. <laughs> um, on IG, it's Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, G dot M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. <laughs> and on, newly on the Twitter. Hey, on the Twitter. I just, I've had my Twitter for 10 years, guys. But like literally since 2009. And I've started using it this week. Perfect. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, so yeah. serious. Uh, that's at Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E, Grace, G-R-A-C-E, 24, 24. Correct. Uh, you nice. guys can find me uh, here on the Mess in Progress podcast or on our Instagram page uh, at Mess in Progress podcast. You can find my Instagram is at GBrione. The website is net. Check it out. Find out if I'm coming to your city anytime soon. Check out my HBO special. Uh, uh, it's called Easily Offended. I forgot the name of my special for yeah, a second. You, there. Uh, <laughs> you like were going to say specifically speaking. I really was. I don't even know what I was going to go into right there. It's like I brain farted. The day was wearing <laughs> off and I'm yeah. dying. Yeah, um, so, yes, <laughs> Easily Offended on HBO. It's on all of HBO's uh, platforms right now. So check it out. Uh, shout out to D and f- to Sasha for joining Woo! us today. Thank you so much. I we like do our own sound effects here, guys. Yes. We, we're poor. <laughs> we're poor. <laughs> Help us. We're poor. <laughs> um, uh, I always end the show with a piece of advice my mom uh, gave me and still to this day gives me whenever a life comes at you from all angles. Handle it one catastrophe at a time. Beautiful. So take that with you guys. And until next time, deuces. Yeah, do it like that. Yeah. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Yeah. Looks damn good, but really she type bad. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep, I call him a nightcap. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.